Welcome back to the Elise DeLucci Show. I'm your host, Elise DeLucci, and I'm talking to you from my living room. Today we're talking about rules of dating or my rules of dating. Like, we don't need to be sleeping with him on the first few dates, you know, girls, but you know this. Um, secrets, secrets that you keep from men or you should keep from men. They don't need to know everything. I have a brisket recipe for you. It's so delicious. It's, I, I, it's like engagement brisket. You make this, you're gonna get a ring. Also, I found these leggings on Amazon way cheaper than my Lululemon leggings, and they're like an exact replica. So we're getting into all of it. Have a sip of your drink. Relax. I hope you love talking to me, and let's get started. Um, fact of the day. I have some fun facts here for you. The tiny pocket in the front of your jeans. You know in your jeans, you have the two front pockets on either side, and you know on the right side, there's always like that tiny vertical pocket. Well, guess what? That was for pocket watches. Isn't that funny? It's a little fun throwback to older times. And, and it's for tiny little pocket watches. You shove them in the little pocket, but now it's pointless. But I think the jean companies do it because they think it's charming or they're still sticking with the style. But that's our fact of the day. So how are you doing? How, how's your week? My, my week is good. You know, New York City Public School started this week. The, my kids, they're in a one day a week you know, uh, one, one school day this week, and then the following week, it's two days, and then the next week, it's one day, and it's stressful. It is stressful. There's a lot of work, and how, how on earth are we supposed to work our full-time job and also do homeschooling? I mean, the school day is from 8.45 to 1.30. They, they, they have shortened the school day, which makes it even more impossible. So if you have to commute to your office, if you have to leave the house at eight o'clock to get to your office at nine, you can't do that because you got to bring your kid to school at 8.45. So it's hard. I'm, uh, I have this LaCroix seltzer in front of me. Do you guys like LaCroix? I, if, you're, if you're watching this, I have it. You see, I mean, it's all the rage. I mean, no, no new surprise here. I used to love it when it first came out. I, I loved it. And now the flavors just seem a little too flavory for me. I, I like Canada Dry Schweppes. Actually, Canada Dry has sodium. You shouldn't drink Canada Dry. But, well, I shouldn't say that. It's, the flavors are lovely, but why the sodium? I like Schweppes. Or, you know what? I like Whole Foods brand. I like anything other than, I think, this right now. But I'm drinking it. You know why? Because it was on sale. So, there you go. So, um, let's talk about rules of dating. Do you guys have rules of dating? I, there's all these rules of dating that used to exist. Actually, do you remember that book? There was a book. I think it was from the 70s called The Rules. I think my grandmother bought it for me. I, I probably tossed it. But, you know, there's all these rules of dating. You know, you hear, don't call them. You know, don't, don't call them until the third date. Or, you know, always make sure, you know, you, you look a certain way. Or always wait for him to order the food before you do. And these are sort of, I think, old, maybe they're tried and true rules of dating. But you want to know what? Fuck them. That's what I say. I, I have my own rules of dating. I, I want to talk to you about this. Like, okay, wearing makeup around the guy. I think you always need to wear makeup around him. If you're dating a guy, whether casual or serious, keep your makeup on. If you wore makeup when you first met him, why are you taking it off? On the fifth date, I know girls, they're taking off their makeup. Why are you doing that? You need to still have the product as advertised. You know what I'm saying? Uh, listen, listen. I obviously don't sleep in my makeup. That's ridiculous. So, you know, when you go to bed, you're going to take it off. But that's, that's understandable. But some of these broads, they're going on on a fifth, sixth, seventh date, and all of a sudden they decide not to straighten their hair and not wear makeup. And I'm not, listen, I, I'm as much of a feminist as anybody, right? And I understand it's 2020. But girls, no, this is a rule. Keep your makeup on. 
look pretty for the guy. This is like, I feel like they, they like that. I know it's not woke of me. And I, I know, I know, I know. It's maybe it is a little bit traditional, but I just think keep your makeup on. That's one of my rules of dating. You know what else a rule of dating I have is? You have to be confident. Obviously, you got to be confident in all areas of your life, no not just dating or being on a date with a man. But you have to be confident. When you're out on a date, you're a prize. You're the, you're, you're the queen. You're a gem. You're the best thing he's ever going to find. What are you kidding me? You're going to sit there and tell me a sob, sob story? You're going to sit there and tell him all about all your insecurities? No, he doesn't want to hear that. He doesn't want to hear how your ex-boyfriend left you in the middle of Target because he thought you were crazy because you wanted to, you know, I don't know, wait online for the next Revlon lip liner that was coming out and, and he wanted to leave. No, you don't want, you just, you just, you do not want to give him the stories about who left you and how you were scorned and all this shit. You have to be confident. And even if you got to fake it till you make it, that's fine. That's fine. Men, they love confident women. Now, if they don't like confident women, I think that they might be intimidated by us, okay? But overall, I think a guy wants somebody that is confident. And think about it. If you're on a date with a man and he's like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm this, I'm doing that. And he's all, you know, cool. Not in an obnoxious way, but, you know, he has his shit together. You, you know, it's a turn on. It's sexy. But if you're sitting across the table and Applebee's from this guy and he's telling you all about how he's so sad, boo-hoo, and his cat's sick and his boss is nasty and no girls are nice to him and he hasn't gotten laid since 1998, who wants you? No, nobody wants that. You need to be confident. That's a big rule. You know what other, uh, else is a big rule I have along the same lines? Keep some mystery. Ladies, oh my God. I think this is actually for the younger girls. He doesn't need to know everything. Just please keep an air about you. Keep an air. Now listen, I, I, I'm like the pot calling the kettle black. I'm not saying that I, I, I'm, I'm perfect on all these rules. I'm a work in progress. I'm always, a, we're all works in progress, but I believe in, in keeping a little bit of mystery. You know, if he asks you something, um, you know, like like a fast question. You know, oh, 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 that top is lovely. Where'd you get? You know, you could do a little. Huh, oh, I don't remember. Like you know, he he. You want to just keep him. You want to just keep him, keep him interested. And and nobody needs to hear the the verbal diarrhea, your life story, every little thing. You're like, oh my god, I forgot to tell you what I had for mid breakfast at eleven o'clock at work. No, no, no. Just no. And on that note, you know what? You don't also have to answer his text right away or all the time. Or answer his phone calls. Everybody says like, text, run, you know, let me answer right. Oh my God. No. Mystery. Mystery. You know what another rule I have is? I think that less is more in dating. Like you don't have to put a lot of effort in. You, they should be putting more effort in. Let them impress you. I feel like le this is the only time that less is more is actually applicable. Like. In dating, I once heard that you should be doing like only 30%, give them 30% of, of, of you, of you. Because you want to know what? Men like busy girls. You, and they, if you are the busier, the better. If you're busy, you're having lunch with this one, drinks with that one, dinner, and you know what? You can't see them for seven days. They're loving that because men want what they can't get. I, I really believe this. And you know, like I said, I think in another episode, I'm not an expert. I'm just a girl, single mother, divorcee, happen to be dating, and I have just some life experience. I don't know that this is true, but I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with my gun on this one, and I'm going to say that less, less is more. You know, they just, they just, they just like, they like to uncover things, you know? And like, I, I just want to tell you something. I, I'm not perfect, okay? 
one time I was dating this guy, right? And I just wanted to be everything to him. I just thought, you know, he's wonderful. Let me, let me just be everything. And he, he told me that in his apartment building in New York, they have trick-or-treaters, right? And so I'm thinking, oh my God, how cute would it be is if I bring him a basket of Halloween snacks to give out for the kids. I just, you know, I wanted to be everything to this guy. I just, I, I liked him and I just, you know what? And you went, wrong, 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 wrong. So he tells me he lives in a building with, with trick-or-treaters and he doesn't put out candy. Oh, well, tough shit for the kids. It's not my problem. No, I'm supposed to what? Swoop in there with a giant basket of what? McDonald's coupons and little tiny baggies of Hershey Kisses in a nice Halloween-themed tin that he could place outside his door. And it's like, take one, you know, pass the bucket around. No, no, I don't need to be doing that for him. That's the kind of shit I'll do if I'm married. Or he'll do it if we're married. I, less, less is more. Keep, keep that air about you. And, and again, another rule also on the same vein is let him come to you. Let him come to you. Let him pick you up. Okay, if you live in the suburb, let him pick you up. Don't meet him anywhere. I mean, unless it's a first date and you think he might be the Craigslist killer, let him pick you up. Let, just let, him, pick up. let him pick you up at your house, your girlfriend's house, whatever. Let him call you or text you or FaceTime, whatever it is. But let him come to you. And, and like I said before, you don't have to answer every call that he does. If he's interested, he will call you. And if, he, and if, he's, if he's still interested, he'll call you later. And if he doesn't call you later, he'll call you tomorrow. He will find a way to be in touch if he wants to be in touch, but you have to let him come to you. And I think, I really do think that men, it's like this primitive thing. They want to be, they, they want to be the man. They, they want to be the hunters. And in this day and age, a lot of us women are the hunters. I'm a hunter, but, but you got, you got to just let him come to you. I have a boyfriend and I don't call him. No, no, I am not calling him. I, he could call me. Let him call me. Now, if he calls me, I'll return his call. Sure, if he texts me, I return his text. But I'm not calling him. No, no. When he calls me, he'll, he'll call me at the end of the day. We talk. We have a little gap fest. It's all very nice. But I'm not calling him. Why? So I could, so he could think that I'm just sitting around thinking of him and I'm going to pick up my phone? Absolutely not. I'm busy. I'm a busy lady. No. No, no. Sometimes I do text him first. Sometimes I text him first, but that's usually to make plans or I need to know something like I'm getting a TV in the bedroom. What size should I get? He loves that shit. You know, that, that's, that's when I'm going to text him first, but I'm not going to text him first at, you know, 12 o'clock. Oh, I just got a kebab from the halal truck. What are you doing? No, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not, uh, I will have girlfriends for that or my aunt Lisa, who's probably listening. Hey doll. Um, I'm, I'm just not, I am not doing that, that sort of stuff. You know another rule I have? I, I, this, this is like, this is such an important rule to me. Don't be sleeping with him. No, no. Keep it, keep, keep yourself together. Don't sleep with him. I really have a rule, actually, no sex for the first three months. I know that you're all rolling your eyes. That's insane. No, but that's my rule. It really is my rule. And I'm, I'm dead set on that. I have never had a one night stand. That is, I have never in my life had a one night stand. I just don't believe in it. Why do I want to be taken out for a meal and then what? Jump in the sack with this guy after, first of all, um, ew, no, gross, STDs, uno, dose. I just am not doing it. I don't, I want you to, I want you to work for this. And I'm not saying you should be buying me gifts and taking me out for dinners, but I really believe in just things being a little bit slow. And, 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 and it's risky. It's like risky. He, he, he could be a psychopath for all you know. You go, fine, so you met him in a bar. He, goes, he takes you out on a date. Next thing you know, you're all naked and vulnerable with him in his apartment where you can't get out and he only has the key and he only knows the secret exits. It's absolutely not not happening. No, I, I, I really think that like you should sleep with him. I know I'm so bitchy. I really believe that you should sleep with him if you want to do that thing after three months. You know, maybe it's fine. If you want to like do two months, fine. But first date, second date, fourth date, just leave it. 
And you want to know what? If he says to you, if he says to you, or like, oh, you know, I, I think we should whatever. You just say, no, you know, it's actually not my style. He'll have more respect for you that way. Because let me tell you something. That's the girl that he's going to marry. He is not going to marry the girl that's like, oh, yeah, I'd love to come back to your apartment. And if he does, you don't really want him. You don't really want him. I once dated the guy and he said to me, I really like you. And you know what, Elise, if you don't want to sleep with me for the first nine months, I don't care because I just really like you and want to get to know you. And I thought that that was really good of him. I really did. I mean, of course, I found out that he was probably having one night stands all over the shop and aside from that. But that was what he told me. And I, I really, really appreciate that. I mean, of course, it made me want to do it more. So he's probably like some genius in reverse psychology. The, um, the last rule that I think could come to mind is if you're seriously dating, if you're not, if you're having fun. Now, if you're having fun, throw these fucking rules out of the window. Who cares? Do whatever the hell you want. Just go be wild. Go do whatever. But this is if you're seriously dating and you really want to settle down. You want to try to find a companion, a partner. My last rule, I think I could say, is um, let him see you as a long-term partner. Let him see you as a wife. Let him see you as somebody that could be a, a life companion. And you know what? That means you got, and even, even if you don't have that sort of, you know, um, Stepford wife thing and go, everything's perfect in your house and you're baking cupcakes, 20%, just freaking fake it, will you please? Go to the supermarket, buy yourself a box of Duncan Hines for a dollar and you know, have the cake in the, well, discard of the box, okay, before he comes over, have the cake in the oven, make it smell good, serve him a cake, show him that you are going to be doing these lovely things. And you know, and you should do them. You should do them because why not? Because that, you know, I'm not, listen, you don't have to be a freaking domestic goddess here, but like, I think that, you know, I, I, I do think that men still like that. Now, I mean, we're not even get listen, and we're not even getting into the fact that like, you know, you're a busy girl and you're working, you're out earning him. I've been there and done that. I still really believe in sort of, sort of traditional roles and I think that if you're trying to um, establish some sort of serious, committed marriage, engagement, companionship, life, whatever the hell you want to call it, act like a wife. They love that. You know what? If you're in the Christmas tree shop, I said this on a TikTok video, if you're in the Christmas tree shop, okay, and it's Halloween or Thanksgiving and you see all these shitty tchotchke decorations around, pick up a few wreaths, take them home, throw it on your door emulate his mother, make, have a few gingerbread cookies in the house, make it remind him of his childhood. Cause you know what? That's going to get you a ring before you, before you're like, I don't decorate from the holidays. I'm not doing that. No, no. Just pick up a few wreaths, get a few candy coins, put in a little nice dish or the doll store, buy yourself a candy dish. I, I, re I really, I really do believe that. I'm, and I'm not, I, I, listen, let me just clarify something. I'm not saying after six months or a year, you should be doing his laundry, folding his clothes, clipping his toenails. No, disgusting. I'm just saying that you should make yourself look and, and, and act like that sort of wifely quality um, if that's the kind of lifestyle that you want. Now, listen, if you don't want that life, then don't, don't do it. I'm just telling you my dating advice here. I like to have an apron on, okay, when he comes over. I like to have my lipstick on, my hair done, no shoes. I don't wear shoes in my house. I like to have food in the oven or something baking in the oven so my house smells good. And if, and if it doesn't smell good, I'm getting out the Febreze and I'm spraying it all around. That's just me. On the cooking note, listen to this. Brisket. You know what brisket is? You know, it's a cut of meat. It's from like the breast of the beef. Okay, it's a, it's a big thing. It's like a squarish sort of meat. And it's not that cheap, by the way. You know, you can find it in the refrigerator section in the supermarket, in the meat section. But I have the easiest recipe for this 
for this dish, and I'm going to tell it to you right now. All it is, is you preheat your oven at, I would say, 300 degrees, 325. Take this brisket, put it in a foil pan, and take one can of cranberry sauce, one can of cranberries, 14-ounce can of cranberry sauce, dump it on the meat, and then take one packet of dry Lipton onion soup mix, dump it on the meat. Mix it up with your hands, okay? So you got that brisket in the pan, Lipton onion soup mix, one packet, one can of cranberry sauce, mix it all up, slather it all up with the meat, get your groove on, put a, a foil over the, um, the foil tray, put a piece of tempo over the foil tray, tighten that foil, put it in the oven for three hours, cook it low and slow. You could check it after like an hour and a half. Let me tell you what's going to happen. It is going to be the most delicious meat. It's going to, it's, it's not, it's not on the bone. It's just going to like fall apart when you cut it open. You know, when you cut it, you slice it long ways, like against the grain, it's going to fall apart. It's so delicious. But the trick is, is you have to use the lipid on your soup mix. It doesn't matter what brands of can of cranberries you use, but you have to definitely put the foil on the top. You got to keep the foil tight because the heat you want it to trap inside the tripe. And you also have to, have to keep it in the oven for two and a half, three and a half hours. You can Google how long should you cook brisket, but just to give you an idea, I bought a two pound brisket last weekend. I cooked it for three hours at 325 and it was, and it was very soft when I was cutting it open. If I wanted to cook it for another, you know, half hour going on three and a half hours, four hours, I could have done it. It would have been even more tender, but I only had the three hours and you don't have to do anything for it really. Just throw it in the oven and walk away. It's delicious. This is engagement brisket. I believe that. Make that with some roast potatoes, maybe a little roasted carrots. That's it. You're done. You're done. He's going to be like, oh my God, she can cook meals like this. This is amazing. And you know, by the way, it tastes like pot roast. If you don't know brisket, it tastes like pot roast. My boyfriend loved it. He, he's had it before. He loves it. And he's like, oh my God, you're such a culinary genius. And you know what? Yeah, listen, does it take some effort for sure? Am I a genius? No. I open up a freaking can of cranberries and dump a little onion soup packet on there slap that shit all over the meat and i'm done let them think i'm a genius good but um i think you should make that it's easy it's relatively inexpensive except the cut of meat's not so inexpensive but it's really good um so you know i i don't i don't want to talk so much about men but like i feel like maybe we are today because I have a lot of stuff to tell you about. Like, like let's talk, we should be talking about like being a single mother, juggling all that kind of shit, right? But, but we're talking about guys say, so I don't want to stray. And um, I also believe that you should not tell this man everything. And I think I said that kind of like earlier in the rules, keeping a little bit of mystery. But what about secrets? Secrets that you keep from guys? Like, I, I really do think that you need to have some secrets that you keep from your man. Like, and I'm not talking about, you know, when you go to TJ Maxx, and you spend a ton of dough and you're walking in the front door and you're sneaking your bag and running by him. I'm not talking about those kind of secrets. I, I, I'm saying just like, just, just, just like, just everyday, like little kind of secrets that he doesn't need to know. Like if you go to the bathroom, close the door, like, you, you know, close the door. Like, you know, I, I don't know. Some girls are doing the business with the door open and that's great. But I just think like, if you have the little privacy, he, you know, it, it just, again, it's also sort of that mystery thing. He just, she doesn't need to see all that. He doesn't need to know all that. No, and there's no secret going on. It's not like he's been there, done that. He's been there, done that. But, but if you close the door, it's like, it's like it becomes a little secret what you do in the bathroom, okay? And he doesn't need to know. Even if you're sitting on the counter and tweezing your eyebrows and putting on your lip liner, I would just close it. You know what else? I think you got to keep a secret. Binge eating. 
Now, if you've binge eating, you probably keep that a secret from a lot of people. But like, I love junk food. I, I, I do. I love junk food. And I don't care. I love uh, Cocoa Pebbles, Fruity Pebbles. I love Cheetos. Oh, I love Cool Ranch Doritos. I, I, love, I love chips, oh, salt, uh, salt and pepper, salt, salt and vinegar, kettle chip. I, I like all Snickers bars. I like all that stuff. And I buy it from time to time. You know, and I, eat, I do eat. I eat in moderation, you know, here and there. I have a little hankering for something. But you know what? I would never eat that stuff in front of him. And I know there are definitely, listen, there are definitely girls listening to this. And they're like, this girl's so insane. She like, what is she like a throwback from the 1950s? No, I just think that if you're going to have your junk food, have it in private. That's just my rule of thumb. This is life according to Elise. Like life according to Elise Lucci. Like I, of course, when we're sitting on a couch and watching a show, I'll, you know, throw some microwave popcorn in the thing and then boom, we'll both eat it. Maybe I'll get some M&Ms in the mix, you know, for a little salty sweet. But when he goes to the bathroom, I might want to have a scooter pie. And if I want a scooter pie, I'm going to stand in my pantry and eat it quick because I don't want him to see me eating that. Like, you know, I, I, I'm not, I, I have a decent figure, but I'm not the thinnest girl. And I'm never going to be the thinnest girl. And that's fine. And, you know, could I, could I lose 10 pounds or 20 pounds if I wanted to? Yeah, sure. But do I want to? Not really. No. Not really, because I enjoy the size that I am. I don't want to buy new clothes, that's for damn sure. But I also want to be able to eat what I want to eat. I don't want to have to feel the pressure of like eating, you know, carrot chips and celery sticks with peanut butter, ants on a log, you know, celery, a little peanut butter, a little raisins. I don't want to do that. I don't want to eat rice cakes on the couch while he's having Oreos and milk. And not that he even has that, but you know what I'm saying. I, I believe in that's a secret. Keep your junk food eating away from the guy. You know what another secret? This is a big one. This is important to me. Your money. Now, listen, people do money different. Some people put some couples put their money together, some keep it separate. I've had it both ways um, in my life, but you know what I do think, regardless, whatever you do, I think you gotta keep a little Nike Air Jordan box in your closet, keep some dollar bills in there. You know, like keep a little stash. Me and my girlfriend Priscilla, we talk about this all the time, a secret stash. She'll say, how much do you have in your secret stash? I'm like, you know, $300. I'm like, how about you? She'll be like, $1,000. i am like, what? <laughs> like, I really believe in a stash. If you have your money together, okay, and you go into the grocery store and, you, you know, you, you take out cash at the ATM and, you, you know, you have $120 in your, in your wallet and you're like, I'm going to spend $120 at the grocery store. Why don't you spend $110? Pocket a 10 Pocket a tent for yourself. I don't think it's bad. This isn't stealing. This is your house. This is your marital household. You, you're, you're part of this. You're contributing to this. You work, you're contributing. That's right. So when you put on your thing at the end of the month, so it's, it's, you have $120. You, you spent $120 in the grocery. He doesn't need to know about that $10 that went into your, your Air Jordan box. He doesn't need to know that. Just keep it a secret. Secret stash. You never know. You never know when you're going to need some money. And you know what? I have a friend, right, that kept a secret stash. Little little bits of money here and there, what, what, just whatever. Even change. Literally, we'd go to the store. You know, it, she got seventy five cents back. She grab it, shove it in the bottom of her her pocketbook. And I, I'm like, what, what do you do? Change? Like, who's even using change anymore? I feel like it's crazy. And she was like, No, Elise, I go home and I put it in my big change thing. Okay, because it's part of my stash. Well, one day her husband needed some emergency surgery or something. I don't, I don't really know the details, but it wasn't covered by insurance. And, and the fan, they were devastated. And you know what? She came forward with the secret stash. That's right. She did. And he, and he was, couldn't even believe it. Couldn't even believe it. And that's, this is, that's a true story. I mean, 
I'm not saying that your secret stash should be used for stuff like, you know, it should, shouldn't be used for, it should be used for you. I believe that it should be used for you or maybe just keep it for a rainy day. But God forbid you ever need money, you have it there. Money that you, that's not in a savings account. That's a huge secret of mine, secret stash. And I think maybe another secret, the last secret is if you have a man that's so sensitive, which by the way, they all are. They might not say they all. They're like, oh, I'm a strong man, caveman. No, you're sensitive, you're sensitive. And if anybody started to bruise that little caveman ego of yours, we know that you're sensitive really in, on the inside. If your man is sensitive, don't tell him. Don't tell him. You can't like get in a fight and call him a woman. You're big woman. You're like a washwoman. You can't do that. You can't do it. I've done that. It's like ruined relationships. It's been terrible. But like, you know, even, even in arguments, like, you know, you get in an argument with the guy and, and you say something like any, anything, anything, like, you know, he hangs a picture on the wall and maybe it's a little, you know, it's a little crooked and you're like, oh, babe, is, is that, is that really level though? Because it seems like it's like hanging a little down hanging a little down the right. All of a sudden, the sky's all up and I'm, what do you mean? What do you mean? It's perfectly straight. I use a level. It's beautiful. No. He's so sensitive. He's so sensitive. You just, so I, and I wouldn't, I, I, I just, you would have to sometimes point things out in a diplomatic way, but I would never tell him he's so sensitive. I would never say like, oh, he's so sensitive. Like, I just, I, I, I believe in like just keeping that shit a secret when you know your man is an emotional roller coaster just keep that shit a secret to yourself he doesn't want to hear anything negative about him and i and, and i know again I, I like i feel like i just have to say this i know it sounds like what i'm tiptoeing across thin ice with these guys putting up a facade that's not true no i just think that in every relationship friend relationship or you know romantic relationship there are boundaries there are things that you have to that you have to adhere by. It's like even with your best girlfriend, you could say, yeah, I tell her everything. We tell each other everything. But there's some things you don't tell your best friend or there's some things you just don't do with your best friend. They're just, they're just are. And the same rules apply, I think, in relationships. If you're in a serious relationship and you're living together or you've been married for 20 years, you know this, you just sometimes have to just put on a, a little bit of, you know, a show. And it's not, it's not, it's, 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 it's not fake. It's not doing anything disingenuous. There's still you. You just are maintaining, ma maintaining yourself and being able to have this healthy, functional, loving relationship with another person. Because living with somebody is hard, you know? So I, I, I really do believe in like these secrets. <laughs> so, you know, follow the rules and then, and then, you know, keep a ton of secrets from him is what I'm saying. <laughs> anyway, so let me tell you about this. I, I love, I love uh, Lululemon. It's so expensive. It's an, ex it's an expensive love of mine. Um, so I don't buy it that often, but I love their leggings that align leggings. They're so insanely expensive. Like I, I, I have like one pair of them, the align leggings in $98 a pair. Can you imagine $98 a pair for stretch pants? I know. I know. It's crazy. They are like butter though. I put those things on. I'm never taking them off. They are delicious. And if, if you like sweat in them, like, you know, if you're like chafing in them as I do all throughout the summer, it doesn't matter. It's like the, the, the moisture that just goes away because the fabric, it's buttery, soft, moisture wicking fabric. The, they, they, they call their fabric the Nulu, N-U-L-O, Nulu fabric. But these are the pants I love. Lululemon, align leggings and i was thinking i want another pair of those so bad for the fall ah mama wants another pair but i'm not buying them absolutely not i'm on a budget <clears throat> so 
I did some research. I started ordering a bunch of shit from Amazon and I found this pair of leggings that is an exact replica of the fabric and the look and they suck you in and your ass looks nice and they're high-waisted so it covers the mom apron pouch. The brand is Colorful Koala Leggings. I'm looking down here at my people where I have it written because I don't want to forget it. Colorful Koala Leggings, women's buttery soft high-waisted yoga pants full-length legging. How ridiculous is that name? Really, Amazon? Really? Who the hell? Oh, yeah, I'm going to text my mom. Mom, this is what I want for Christmas. Colorful koala leggings, women's buttery soft, high-waisted yoga pants full of... She'd be like, get the hell out of here. Just tell me what they are. Blue leggings? Great. I'll go buy them. No, but th that's the name. So colorful koala, um, women's buttery soft. That's what you have to put in. High-waisted leggings. They're delicious. They're $22.99. $22.99 versus $98. I'll take that any day of the week. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. You want a pair of Lululemon leggings? You go on their website. You can get that shit delivered in a few days. You go on Amazon for colorful quality. Guess what? You're not getting it for like three weeks. There's always a backup. There's always a backup on these things. I think because people are starting to find out that these this is the ultimate dupe going on. So I recommend. Okay. I'm doing some questions from the audience. I did that last time. I thought it was fun. Some of my TikTok girlfriends, they send me some questions. They want me to answer it. And I'm, you know, like I said I, I last time, and I, 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 I'm not an expert. This is just my opinions on th these things. So Here's one of the questions that came in. Elise, what are some unconventional and conventional money-saving tips? Okay, I have that. I, um, I have that for you. I don't do a lot of dry cleaning. Now, if I'm wearing work pants or blazer, obviously that stuff has to be dry cleaned. Everything else I hand wash. I hand wash everything. No, no, I hand wash everything that needs to be dry cleaned other than suits, so let me be clear. Um, bras. Underwear, they, you know, because if you put them in the laundry, you know, this shit starts ripping, especially if it's, you know, a certain big mega chain of lingerie store name will not be mentioned. But um, I hand wash everything. If there's a top that I buy and it says dry cleaning, I'm like, ah, fuck it, I'm hand washing it. I mean, silk, silk though, I actually do bring to the dry cleaner, but um, I hand wash things and that, that saves me, that saves me a lot of money. I mean, does my bathroom look like a brothel sometimes on a Monday morning? Sure, I don't give a shit. Um, Another uh, money-saving tip, Un I don't know if it's unconventional, but I said it before, it's keeping money in a box, keeping some cash in a box. Now, I don't want to say it's, it's only unconventional because it's not going in the bank or it's not going in the market, but I, I, I just do that. If I have a few extra dollars, I just shove it in a box. I feel like that's a little unconventional. Sometimes I forget where I put it. I mean, I have one box of stuff, but, but sometimes I forget where, where I put like a, a, maybe a 20 or five, whatever, and it's just a little way for me to have money around the house. Another thing, uh, another money saving tip that I have is I only buy things on sale. I literally only buy things on, on sale. Like there are certain, like in the supermarket I'm talking about. If, I, if I'm in the supermarket and I need, I need some ketchup, you know, and Heinz ketchup is there, like that's fine. I'll wait. I'll wait until the next time it goes on sale. I'm not buying it. I'm just not buying it. I don't have one, as you can see, I mentioned LaCroix Seltzer. I don't have one brand that I'm loyal to. You know, I just, I just don't do that. Like whatever's on sale, I buy, I buy store brands of everything and I, I don't give a shit. My mother bought store brands for us growing up and, and there was nothing wrong with it. It was all the same. Nobody died. And, and I, I, don't, I don't buy a lot of organic stuff either, to be honest. Like, you know, if I'm going in the store and, and something looks nice and it's on sale and it happens to be organic, fine. But I'm not one of these people that are like, oh, I need, you know, the, the special mandarin oranges, the organic oranges, you know, for like $9.99 a pound. Yeah, right. No way. Because then you'll be poor. That is, um, I don't know if that's unconventional or not, but that's just the way I do things. I, I save money by buying groceries only on sale. 
and I think that maybe this is maybe the most unconventional that I do is I put things that I want in Amazon cart and, <laughs> and never buy them. This is true. Like I eventually delete them out of the cart, but if I'm feeling that like, Ooh, that ravenous, that ravenous urge to just go shopping everywhere, you know, and I'm not driving to the store, I'll sit on the couch at night and I'll, I'll go on Amazon. I, I find all these things that I want. Oh, I want this. I need this. So I'm going to have that. I just put it in my cart. And I, it, it, for whatever reason, it satisfies the urge of, of the having. And, and I, I don't obviously ever buy it because, you know, I don't, they don't, they don't arrive. I don't pay for it. And uh, I think that that's kind of unconventional. I mean, of course, of course, like we all do, we all do online shopping, but I think sometimes you need to get that urge out. And sometimes we go, we, we go broke or we have not as much money as we want to have because we're buying things just frivolously. Like we just live in this consumer consumption, consumption culture. So if you feel like being a little bit of a, a consumer, you want to consume some things, throw it in your Amazon cart. Don't buy it. Who cares? It's good. Um, conventional ways of saving money. I mean, look, I, 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 we could get into it another day, but ETFs, exchange, exchange traded funds, uh, investing in exchange traded funds, I think are good index funds, SPY, um, index fund of the S and P 500, stuff like that. Those, those are conventional ways. Con another conventional way is just putting your money in a savings account. You're not making a lot of interest on it, but you know, like whatever, that's conventional. That's what I do. Um, second question, Elise, do you have a recommendation for shopping on a budget for clothes? That's so hilarious. We're in the same game. So I was like, you know, all money and money. I'll stick with it. Do I have a, a, a budget? Yeah, so of course I have a budget. But so here's the thing. Financial advisors have a rule of thumb. They say you should not spend more than 5% of your after-tax monthly income. So what that means is if you bring home after-tax each month $2,000, you should only be spending 5% on that on clothes. And that would be $100 a month. That's not a lot of money for clothes. It's not a lot of money for clothes for you. And it's certainly not a lot of money for clothes if you have kids. And I have two of them, so I can attest to that. So if you bring home $2,000 a month after tax, you should only be spending $100 a month on clothes. That's what financial planners say. You know, is that, is that the right thing to do? Is there a right and a wrong? I, I don't know. But what I do is at the start of the seasons, usually, well, it's really just the start of fall and the start of summer, I buy just the basics. So, you know, and I have a uniform. That's, 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 that's also the truth. I have a uniform that I wear. I wear work clothes to work. And then when I'm home, I wear leggings, you know, like little ankle socks and sneakers or high socks and boots and, and a top. I usually wear um, the Gap Modern Tanks. I really like them. I actually have one on now, Gap Modern Tank, cotton. You can, they're usually like $14. You get them on sale for like nine when they have their 40% off or whatever it is. Um, and like an open cardigan or something, that, that's what I wear. So I think that shopping on a budget, if you have a uniform that you wear, just do it. Like that would be my best advice. So you could have two pairs of, you know, your black colorful koala leggings, right? And then you have a couple of these gap tanks and you have one cardigan and you have one denim jacket, you know? And it's like, you have a couple turtlenecks and then you have a skirt and you pair the turtlenecks with the skirt and that like, that's it. Like, what do you really need? You know, what do you, what do you really need? So I, I try to live on as little things as I can. Now, do I have things in my closet that I absolutely die love? Yes, of course. Sequin jackets, kimonos. Oh, I love kimonos. But 
but I don't buy them often. That's like really special treat. So shopping on a budget, my recommendation, my two cents on that is to just establish some sort of uniform and stick to it. And, I, and it makes it also easy. It makes it easy. Okay. So I think we had a good sesh, right? I think this was good. So at the end of all these podcasts, I decided I'm going to close it out with a quote of the day. So this is the quote today. And I, I think that this is a really good one. Let me read it. It says, if you look at what you have in life, you'll always have more. If you look at what you don't have in life, you'll never have enough. Oprah said that. So let, let me say it again. If you look at what you have in life, you'll always have more. If you look at what you don't have in life, you're never going to have enough. And Oprah says that. And that's true, right? So true. Anyway, so that's it for today's episode of the Elise DeLucci Show. Thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Guess what? Good news. Oh, I forgot to tell you. We're on Apple Podcasts. So if you go on your iPhone and you click that purple little app for podcasts, you type in the Elise DeLucci Show, we come up. Yay. And we're also on Spotify. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify so you never miss an episode. Tell your friends. Stay tuned next week for our next episode. And if you want to follow me, want to hear more, hear more about me on a daily basis, hear what I'm thinking, follow me on TikTok at Elise Delucci. Anyway, I love you. Talk to you next time. Ciao, baby.